episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabrina. And we are so happy to be tuned in for another fun-filled episode of Black Girl Brunch. What's up? What's up? How are you today? Um, awake. Wide awake? <laughs> I'm awake. Also, I just made the mistake of, I just, um... Seeing somebody on Instagram who lives in Philly and they're rich, um, obviously, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I think, but I think, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, take take that however you want. No, I got it. I really got it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, don't ever make that mistake. If you think somebody's rich, I'm going to their feet. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm here shaking a bacon. What about you? I'm so sleepy. I'm so sleepy. I wish that like I can curl up into a flower and then a the flower just closes. Oh, that's and really then cute. I can, like sleep in there for like a long time and like a meadow. That's what I wish that I could do um, because I'm just like tired. And like, you ever know that like enough, a night's sleep is not enough to wake you up? Like, no, I need like some consecutive days, but I'll take a vacation soon from work. Like, I know that's what it means. I need to take some time off. And yeah, I, I said, uh, yeah, I have been having such a hard time waking up in the morning. Um, And I'm just like, the thing is, it's not like. Oh, I hate because I really like my job, my new job. I really like it. So it's not that it's just like I feel like the sleep that I get, it hasn't been enough. And the crazy part is I'm going to sleep at like eight o'clock, ten, like nine. Um, which but the other day, I'm not gonna lie, well, we're gonna get into the Grammy. But when the Grammys came, because first of all, they was running on LA time for sure. That thing ain't get done until midnight. I'm like, um, some of us live on the East Coast, and some of us have worked the next day. So Child, I messed that thing up. Was long because I feel like, I mean, we'll, yeah, we'll get into it. I caught it in the middle, and I still was like up. But yeah, I've been, I, I, I have been sleeping really good, but I also was sleeping really terribly last week. I think I just was having like really bad anxiety. I just kept thinking about so many things, and that's how I know when I have bad anxiety. Because when I tell you, I be out like a light. I'd be out like a light. Sabrina, no. Like, I go to sleep. But when I'm very stressed, I know that that's an indicator of if I'm really stressed, if, like, I'm unable to sleep. So I think this week I'm paying for it. But you know what? I'm just going to continue to push through. I have been eating smoothie bowls for breakfast. So, you know, things are, like, I'm really pushing through, even though I be feeling <laughs> like shit. I feel like if I'm making smoothie bowls, I got enough time to do that in the morning. You know I'm up before, you know, work starts. I have a little bit of time. And that's how I, like, measure how, like, good I'm doing <laughs> by how, what my breakfast is. Yes. Um, what I'll say, can y'all remind me to make my oatmeal? No. I'm lying. I keep on saying I'm going to have overnight oats. I'm not having overnight oats. But you I am cheap it. I'm gonna have well no uh chia seeds. The thing is, I like chia seeds um because of the benefits, but I feel like they're too oh, excuse me this word I'm about to use they're too girthy sometimes. So <laughs> I need to take a break. So I'm gonna have granola. Um, this is so this no first of all this is not ghetto. This is me recycling. I um so when I because I get a big tub of vegan yogurt and when I'm at the bottom of the big tub instead of scooping it out and putting it into another container. I just use the tub. So that's I got really smart. Actually. So I got some yogurt and like a little bit 
put a yogurt in the tub, which is like, it's probably like one serving of yogurt. And I'm going to put a bunch of granola in it. Um, and like some maple syrup because it's unsweetened um yogurt. Um, that was what I said to myself. I was like, oh, I don't want the unsweetened one. But I was like, I'll get the unsweetened one because the other stuff I put in there will make up for the sugar. But anyway, so I'm going to put granola and a little bit of maple syrup and I'll have that for breakfast. That sounds delicious. Literally. Thank so you. good. Yep, and it'll fill me up. I do want... The thing is, when you add chia seeds and stuff, you got to let it soak. Because remember, I thought I was allergic to chia seeds, but then you told me I had to um <laughs> make sure they soaked. And you have to drink a lot of water. You have to. Yeah. Because they really will stop you up. Yeah, so. I felt crazy. I thought I was going... I thought I was... I'm like, I see the light. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I'll have. But yeah, y'all, if y'all have big containers of yogurt, like just, you know, reuse the the um container. We Ooh. love it. We love it so much. Um, all right, let's get into the show, shall we? We got a fun show. I've been really excited about our shows lately because of the fact that like we are pushing ourselves to get more creative with our just topics, and it's just another good one coming. Um, let's get into Fade Four. Four famous black hairstyles that rocked our world <laughs> so um i have some oldies and i have some newbies so this hairstyle has been haunting me in the best way for years i have loved this hairstyle for the since the first time i seen it when i was in high school and it is beyonce's deja vu updo Mm. I love that hairstyle so much. Like, yes, my favorite type of hair is like lived in hair, and lived in hair is such a hard thing to get. I only see like celebrities and stuff with it, um, or like girls who do their own hair. Like yep. when you go to like a stylist, it's so hard to get every that hair being placed. Exactly, every hair being placed. And sometimes like. It just be too debutante when it's like that, which is also a vibe, exactly. which is also a look. But yes. yeah, it's a different look. It is. And like, I recent, I said, ever since, ever since <laughs> I was younger, I always wanted to live in look. And the only time I've ever really achieved that is when my mom, um, when I had crochet hair, like mm. it was like, not like the twist. It was like when crochet hair like first hit the streets i had crochet here and that was the first time i got the lived in look and it's because my mom did my hair mm. um and also that's another way to get a lived in look if you like crochet like your own twists or like your braids and stuff that's a way to get the lived in look anywho that hairstyle when i first saw it i was just like are you joking me like first of all i don't even like updos so that fact that that hairstyle had me in a chokehold, I wanted that hairstyle for prom, but it didn't go with the dress that I had. But I, oh, like when I and the color of that hair, but I just loved everything about it the style and the color. It's just like the way it moves. I'm just like, oh my God, the things I would do to get my hands on that style. Um, the next one is kind of a current one. Um, Tiana Taylor's lived in locks. Yeah. So I have so many pictures saved of these locks. Like I am obsessed. That is like one of my dream hairstyles. The locks that she has, and I found somebody who does them like that. But the only thing is, they're like five hundred dollars. Yeah, but they um, they last so long. They last a long time. It looks 
I am, I'll probably try to get it by like the end of the summer. I love that hairstyle so much because it's a combination of, and it's like very Lisa Bonet inspired, but like 4C in a 4C way. Um, I really love the fact that it's like loose hair with the faux locks and mm. it's like very I guess people would describe it as like boho um and it also reminds me of like black like goth girls like so that's I think that's why I love it so much like I freaking love that hairstyle so much like I hope I'm able to no I am going to be able to afford it um in the summertime I'm going to get that hair I love it so much like I have literally found somebody in Philly who does hair just like that they add the like pieces on like the gems and stuff to the locks and stuff and everything as long as slowly like I'm so obsessed with that hair um and that's another thing that's another style where you have to do the research because if you get them because like every time I look at somebody doing full locks or something or like they have boho locks or whatever it's always perfect yeah like it's always like perfect like neat and i'm like yo i want that like that worn look like i love that that look. yeah the roots are a little fuzzy yeah like all that mm-hmm. i love that look um the next one oldie but goodie um nikki when she has bangs um mm-hmm. that hairstyle woke something up in me um, when I was younger and I just was looking at like an old clip of her and like when her bangs was like real fat and fluffy like I loved it so much I love a signature hairstyle um and even though she has new hairstylists she still goes back to that the bangs um here and there um so iconic um definitely the bangs the black um hair with the pink in the back like I love that I had the black bangs um for my junior prom and i took a picture of nikki minaj to the salon and the stylist i think nailed it um but it was definitely perfect them bangs was banging that stylist was not playing (laughs) with me okay um the last one comes no surprise scissors big hair Mm. scissor does big hair exactly how i would do big hair if i had the money like i love her hair so much um she has had many different styles but I love when it's just like big and curly because it's always a curl that like I would pick um even like back I always loved her hair even like before she was like um well known to everybody like just knowing her from like tumblr and stuff I've always loved her hair because I love she had more bangs then exactly it was like just nice it was just cool yeah and I love big hair and I love again all of these hairstyles like except for like the Nikki bangs are like lived in like that is my favorite type of style um hair like across the board love them so much it's so funny because you have um some trends and you're going to see the trends in mine as well and it's so reflective (laughs) of our personalities and style (laughs) all right so the first one is Keisha Cole um, in the Sent from Heaven video. It was like this haircut she had and it was like a taper, like wavy cut. And I remember it just had a hold on me. Like actually her entire shortcut era really, really had a hold on me. Like she did blonde. Mm-hmm. She did like so many different looks, but I just felt like she, I never seen a shortcut 
look that way. And I spent a lot of time like trying to get my hair looking like that. Like I spent so much time trying to get my hair like that. I might have succeeded a few times, but it was just so, so, so nice. Also, one of my favorite songs, Sent From Heaven. Um, next is Khalees, um, That Cut From Bossy. Yes, <sighs> that was everything. She was that that cut changed me like it did. And I got it like I went and I, I got that haircut in high school because I was like that this is so edgy. And like every time I look at pictures of Khalees from that era, I'm like, she was really alive. She was like, well, she was doing what needed to be done. Like she had blonde. Sometimes her makeup would be funky. She had rose gold hair. She had all these different um hair colors but never forget the bossy video is when she previewed that like up until then she had like big hair she was like i hate you so much right now it was milkshake and like she com completely transformed herself and went into like her like cool she always been a cool girl cool edgy girl mm -hmm. era you know less like funky more like edgy and it just was very sharp I like how sharp the cuts were. I had I didn't see a cut like that on a black woman before, and I just really liked it. Like I loved it so much, and like don't be surprised if I like show up with that again one day. Um, also, when Solange did jumbo braids like back yeah. in 2012, and she bought that back. Like remember, like back in 2012 and backwards, people had stopped wearing braids. Mm -hmm. Like they had kind of stopped wearing braids. They stopped wearing twists. It's just like everybody wanted to sew in and everybody was still kind of in a relaxer era. It was starting to come out of that. And like the natural era that we know of was like ringing in for most people around 2012. And mm -hmm. I remember Solange had did like her big chop and everybody thought that was so crazy and controversial that she did that. And then, um, she started to get the the big box braids. And I felt like the last time I saw those braids she had was like poetic justice. Mm -hmm. Like Janet Jackson had those braids. And then I was like, oh, this is so cool. I can get behind this. This makes sense for my hair type. And shout out to my girlfriend, Sincere. I went straight to her. I was like, I need these braids. And I would wear them <laughs> in a high pony and a high bun. Like that was my look. Like I love that. That was like me and Sabria. We, that was our summertime vibe. Yes, I forgot. I, yes, I did have those braids too. And also, yeah. also, I feel like um, that was like the be kind of the beginning of people wearing braids outside of the summer, even yep. though that's when we had them. Yep. Shout out to Sincera. She was in my room and she did both our hair. <laughs> she was working them hands. Okay. Yes. Um, and then finally, I gave this to two iconic black women. I couldn't give it to one or the other. Tony Braxton and Nia Long shortcut. So although <laughs> Nia Long wore it first, I mean, although Tony Braxton wore it first just like in the early 90s, I felt like when I first saw the haircut, it was on Nia Long, like in a fresh prince when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of little girls wanted long hair and I always wanted short hair. I always thought women with short hair were so beautiful and different and just unique like I felt like they were not everybody else you know I felt like long hair sometimes I don't want to say it's easy but it's like expected so to be pretty with long hair just feels like obviously okay but to be beautiful with short hair always just oh my god like blew my mind mm -hmm. face card just was like alive front and center so present but then as I got older and I became like a huge fan of like Tony Braxton and I went down like a rabbit hole of like 
her her life and her career, I noticed like, oh, she kind of like bought that haircut to life too, like in the 90s. So I feel like it's a shared respect I have for both of them for that hairstyle. Yeah. And I've taken both of their pictures to the hair salon to get cuts. But like that, that pixie, like Rihanna revisited it during the unapologetic era. Like, oh my God, like you are so sexy when you wear that. Like you just, that is such a sexy hairstyle. It makes no sense. It really is. It's very grown and sexy. Honorary mention to Cassie for that shaved head. Um, That also changed the game. That definitely changed the game for real. Mm-hmm. Is Cassie black? Um, it's up for debate, I guess. Um, sure. All right. Let's just go with it for now. <laughs> it's up for debate. Okay. So let's get in to Toast for Assist. We want to toast to two amazing black women for taking home uh, some Grammys. And before we even get into that, like, let's just take a moment to say that the Grammys were a lot cooler this year than they have been in years. Like, yeah, I thought it was a really good show. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Even though, like, uh, artists I wanted to perform didn't perform, but it's fine. Yeah. And like... Also, we always kind of, we've said it over the years, so don't want to be the, I don't like saying be the dead horse. We got to think of something else, but I don't want to like, you know, drive this into the ground too much, but we've literally said like award shows are award shows. They're not meant to like really define who was best. It's just one academy, it's the academy's opinion on things and it has nothing to do with like public perception all those things, but it does feel really nice to see certain people be honored and recognized on like a public stage. Like it do feel really nice to see that. Yeah, it does. I just was being selfish because I wanted to like rock out. I wanted a free concert. I just wanted to um, see Rosalia perform, but I'm like, um, I think Bad Bunny performed and I feel like America probably was like too much Spanish speaking for one night. So they was like, (laughs) we just going to go with him. Which I understand because he's the more popular one. But she won no war anyway. Pause, pause, pause. Why nobody tell me that Bad Bunny was sexy? You ain't never seen him? I don't know. Not seen him, but like I ain't see him until I saw him. If that if you know what I mean. Like last night I saw him very diff I mean, at the Grammys I saw him very differently. Oh, it's probably because he had that head on. Yeah. I, mean, I think it was the light wash jeans that did it for me. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's he's not a bad looking guy. He just not like for me. I felt like he looked very sexy, and I was like, "Hold <laughs> up, wait a minute, come on now, stop that." I think it's how he was walking across the stage, and it was like light wash denim jeans does something to me. Like now, y'all know my secret. <laughs> I feel like probably because um, in my timeline, every time he breathed, they be going nuts. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the love for him though. He seems very humble and really cool. He <laughs> at first I wasn't a fan of him, but then I liked the fact that somebody came up in his space and she tried to take a selfie with him oh, yeah. and he took her phone and threw it. And I was like, you know what? I like him now because I feel like more celebrities should do stuff like that because you're not supposed to invade people's space. And me personally, I hate a Joe ass person. Like I just was thinking about this sidebar like getting back into dating and stuff and there's some people that on their dating profiles they have pictures with celebrities and i'm like thank you for doing that because now i know that you're a joe ass person and i don't want to be around you like that's so corny to me like i don't know i'm like i feel like i wouldn't even ask beyonce take a picture like the only way i would take a picture with beyonce is if she was like on black girl brunch 
Yeah, and like, she wanted to take or it. Or she wanted to take a picture. Like, I just yeah. don't, I'm not in the business of that. But, yeah, so, um, I love that he did it. Um, I'm a new yeah. fan, um, because and of I that. also love people that go up for they like go up for where they from. You know what I mean? Go up for their people, go up for their community, and they like breathe life into their community. Like that's not we, Puerto. One thing about Puerto Ricans, they gonna represent. Okay? He fucking represent. And like I like remember when Adele was like, "I love Beyonce. I see how you make my black friends feel." That's how I feel about like Bad Bunny. Like I see how he makes like Latinx folks feel, and I'm like, I love that. I think everybody should have that. Like. Everybody should have their Beyonce. Um, like it's like obviously I can appreciate Bad Bunny too, but it that representation really means something. And I think it changed for me when I started seeing like how like my Puerto Rican friends that like they go that is like he breathes life into them. So I love that so much. Um I guess we should get back to Toast versus this. <laughs> so Oh wait, that's sh- what we were talking about. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to pre- give a prerequisite of the Grammys, but these two women, man, they they were shining. Shout out to Samira Joy and Tim's um for both uh taking home Grammys. Uh, Samira Joy, uh the, the new uh best new artist. Um, first of all, I discovered her through the Grammys, but let me tell you something unforgettable voice right there. I'm like, how do you sound like that in this decade? That is crazy. That is insane. That's nuts. <laughs> that is insane to me. And she's only 23. And it's just like, that is, that's not like a classically trained, like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about her voice. Like that is a voice to remember. Thank you. Somebody's singing. <sighs> Somebody is singing. All right. I love it. And then Tim's for um, being the first female Nigerian to artist to receive a win at the 2020, at the Grammys. What? Excuse me, sorry. That's crazy. And I just, I think like when you really break it down like that, it's like, okay, cool. What other Nigerian women have been like mainstream in American music that we can name? And it just shows that like the, 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 the progress we think we have, like we got a lot, we have so far to go. We have so far, so, 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 so far to go. But I'm just thankful that they were recognized because both of these, both of these women are like one beautiful, two talented, three original. And it's like, that's, we need some space for that in in 2023. And for real talented, like, no for real talented. <laughs> um, and I'm not, we're not even throwing shade at nobody when we say that. It's just like for real talented. Like, you know, I've been seeing, and we're going to get into that, but I feel like that's that's these new artists. That's these new girls. Like they are really giving us talent. And I just, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it so much. Um, so let's get into some Grammy coverage. Um, per request, we're going to dip our toe back into. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> just a little dip. <laughs> to the celebrity news this week um and get you know just talk about the grammys um and sabrina did a fabulous job of just talking like naming the things that were like most important to us beyonce lizzo and adele for the most part there were a lot of good highlights to the show but that's what we'll 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 probably stay there yeah exactly so i thought it was funny because did i catch it in the beginning i catch it like kind of in the beginning but um the way that i watched the grammys was um well, first of all, my mom forced me. Um, mm-hmm. secondly, the Brett's was like something the Brett's Instagram was like, yeah, random, was like, 
tune into the Grammys, watch our TikTok, we got a surprise or whatever. So I'm like, oh my God, are they going to announce something? Brad Styles? I don't know. So I just watched the Grammys. <laughs> um, but anyway. <laughs> Not you being tricked by the Brad page. Yeah, it did. First of all, it was so dumb, the surprise. But anyway, um, <laughs> I watched it and when I started watching it, Lizzo, like, Miles was like, where's Beyonce? Um, <laughs> everybody was looking at Beyonce and then a host, Trevor Noah, that's his name, right? Yeah, yes. he was like, um, Trevor Noah was like, uh, he said something about Beyonce. He was stuck in traffic. He was like, the good thing about the awards being in LA is that everybody can make it and the bad thing is like the traffic. So I'm thinking he BS it. I'm like, Beyonce not going to show up. Like, I just had no faith because I know she always like, whatever. I'm like, Beyonce not going to show up. Um, but she did. She did show up. <laughs> I was gooped. I was gagged. Um, she showed up and she won for dance record. Um, and she has the most Grammys woman of, that, uh, of all time. Of all time. <laughs> of all time. Wow. So that's Yeah, she's the nuts. most Grammy. Um she has she has more Grammys than anyone else. I forget the person who she was gonna be tied with if she just won three, but I believe she won four. Wow, that's yeah. nuts. So yeah, she and wanted... she's not done. That's the funny part. So she's I'm not like, good done. luck trying to catch up. Whoever she's... trying to catch up, you know. She's not. I don't done. know if I'll see it in my lifetime. That's nuts to me. Um, but I think she looked cute. I liked her dress. Um, some of the hive were talking smack about her wig. First of all, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's roll it back. Me, I am a fan of wet and wavy. Down, okay. I love Wet and Wavy. Wet and Wavy was there for me when nobody else was. <laughs> so let's get that straight. <laughs> let's get that straight. So I'm always, I'm always had a side of Wet, wet and Wavy. Wet Wavy really was was like the people trade on their day ones. Like the they Wet and Wavy ponytail didn't change the never, game. Come on. I will never trade on Wet and Wavy. That I stand was by that with you. I stand in solidarity with you. Period. That was technology at its finest. So I'm like, so y'all going to talk about this woman hair, this wet and wavy that y'all know held some of y'all down back in the day? How I soon can't we condone, forget? I can't condone that. And I'm like, y'all don't really deserve tickets. But I'm not even just saying it because I, I think she looks cute in that style. I think it's cute. Yeah. I the like people this crazy because like, I, mean, I understand if it wasn't your favorite Beyonce look of all time. But, but I know like, how stands get. I know how, you know, the hive get is certain things that you don't. I know. I know. I know how y'all are, but I'm like, that wig, not that one. Leave her alone. That's how I feel. I feel like she looked phenomenal. Like, I, no, no, like, no complaints. Like, the body was bodying, the legs was shining, the hair was great. She just, Beyonce Hall was And I beautiful. love the silhouette. First of all, I love, that's not like one of my favorite silhouettes. I don't care, like, if it's done again and again. I love a mermaid dress. And then with the hit it with the split, I'm gagging. Like, I don't care. I love it. And I love silver. I thought she looked phenomenal. Metallic um, and nude together do be tripping me up. I won't lie to you there. But it tripped me I also up a little feel bit. Like it was unique. Like it was unique. <laughs> I do wish the nude was a little darker. Like so it stood out a little bit more. But I get it. It's nude. It's supposed to match the skin. I but. wish that the top looked like um I wish the top was the same texture as it was now, but just silver like the rest of the dress. I'm gonna be honest with you. That That's would be I really wish. cute. That would yeah, because really I wanted I like I love monochromatic with a different texture. Yeah. Um, or even if it was the same color as the gloves. 
but I'm not complaining because I still thought it was beautiful. Like I do. I really thought it was beautiful no matter what. And just seeing her like, so when I watched the award, right, I was watching with somebody and I was real quiet. And they was just like, I ex- you a fan. Like I expected you to be jumping up and down, being real loud. But like <laughs> my mind was like trying to think about the fact that like on this stage is the woman who made who was singing Alien Superstar. Like, this is the singer of Renaissance. This is the creator of Renaissance. This is her. And like, I feel like I've always known Beyonce was amazing, but after Renaissance, I feel like something was wrong with her. You know what I mean? Like, does she really be she go crazy? Like she really go nuts and she lose it. But when you look at her, you just don't see it. And I'm like, this is somebody who truly expresses themselves mm-hmm. through music. Like, this is it. So the she's so humble but i also think about like how what is it like to to just like put your best foot forward and be honored for that like so i was just being quiet because when she won the award and she's like i'm just trying to receive this and i'm like imagine like getting like making history like that you just want to sit there you just want to receive it so i just was watching her make history like what does this feel like this is a tremendous amount of just like pressure like the whole world knows you're the best the whole world knows you're the best (laughs) that is crazy nobody give her a run for her money like at least back when michael jackson was (laughs) out like we had prince we had whitney houston we had beyonce at the beginning of her career like we had all this like talent that was like in some ways measurable but like i feel like we don't have that with beyonce we don't have anyone that's measurable um, we just don't. I'm sorry. And I don't care who your favorite is. We just don't. Yeah, I agree. And the fact that she didn't perform and she still was like the star is like, that speaks volumes. It really does. And, and everybody, it feels, I'm sorry, go ahead, Sabrina. I was just going to say everybody wanted to take a picture with her, which was like dumb. <laughs> yes. And it feels like so crazy because I know she probably be like, damn, everybody going to get up here, win this award and make it about me. But it's like, well... <laughs> you the most... reason why most people are on this stage because you've inspired them yes. so much. It's like I'm telling you right so now. Awesome. If I won an award, I'd be hey Beyonce, 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 and Beyonce and Beyonce, and it's all because of Beyonce. That's what I would say. That would per. be my acceptance speech. Per. And we're just not gonna get into it too much today, but we're gonna pray that the summer um Renaissance pre-sale honors us i feel like no we deserve it yeah. we deserve it that's how i feel I'm so <laughs> but i'm yeah. very afraid i'm very scared and i'm gonna leave it there before i start mm-hmm. to freak mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um <laughs> so the next person <laughs> speaking of beyonce fans um lizzo i just this year i have really first of all it's just February, but like this, I I never not like Lizzo, but like this year I have really fallen in love with Lizzo. Like from seeing her documentary to just seeing her how she is when she wins awards and the fact that like she um sent a fan her dress and you know did the show to find like big girls who dance and like seeing her her documentary how she was adamant about finding a, a plus size like ballerina like she was a black plus size ballerina how she was adamant about that and like just how she really just want to do her best to like 
and how she just is not a for she don't give like she could get weight loss surgery whatever she has the money she has a time downtime she don't care about that she just is like i'm beautiful the way i am and i don't give a fuck who don't like it like i don't care i'm gonna keep on being aggressively myself and that is so hard to do as a black woman a plus size woman and like you on the spotlight and she's like i really don't care she and really don't care she, so and i love she, it right and oh, she's another one she looks very she looked very cute i love that metallic dress it was like so adorable <laughs> like she's just adorable in general an adorable person and like she was like, I like, thank you so much, Beyonce. Like, you know, you're the reason why, like, I wanted to make music and all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And like, she was like, a black woman hasn't won that award that Lizzo won um since Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston was the last black woman to win the award. I think it was record of the year. Yes, wow. record of the year. It was a, Whitney Houston was the last black woman. She was like, so I don't take this shit lightly. So I'm like, yo, she really the type of, I, I, I'm like, I know what type of bitch you are. Lizzo and I fuck with it. I know exactly because yes. she said I don't take this shit lightly. Like y'all, and I'm like, yes, I I get it. Like I get it. I see you. I see you. She's real. She's just a real bitch. And I also She's feel so like the, what I like about Lizzo is like her heart. That's what I like about it. I feel like. Her heart, she's she's so warm. She's very warm. She's very sweet. Sometimes I wish I can just be like, um, and not that I'll cheat on you, but I wish she could be like a bestie too. Like maybe like a part of like Black Girl Brunch. Maybe it could be like a triple type of thing. Like we could have like three of us all together. I feel like, like she would, she seemed like she fun to eat with. She liked to dance. She liked to go work out. She don't hold her tongue, but she also knows how to be compassionate. And a lot of people aren't like inclusive for real, for real and I feel like Lizzo is also a lot of times when artists are consumed by a lot of white people they start to try to appeal to the white gaze and she does not do that which I really really love about her like she stays pro-black she stays black pro-black woman and that's so important to remember no matter who your consumers are and like something that I've I'm sure a lot of women have struggled with especially if they're not thin in this world is like feeling like because you are big you need to take up space less space in other ways mm -hmm. like because i'm big in this room i need to be smaller as it relates to personality my voice needs to be smaller my style needs to be smaller my presence needs to be smaller and it is the year of it is the year from now on of the big woman take up space be big like I love seeing her jump for joy on that stage. I love seeing her be like, I, I don't have to fit anything. That is liberation. That is freedom. No troll. Nobody can really touch that. Nobody can touch that. And I'm just like, so I'm very pro Lizzo. I'm very pro Lizzo. And I like what she said about making happy music. Like she was well aware of the fact that people didn't like her music. And she was like, I don't care because I like my music and I'm going to keep making it. And look where it got her. Shout out to Lizzo. <laughs> yes. Shout out to her. Um, also another legend. Um, I don't know. Like, I didn't listen to her new album because I wasn't in <laughs> that would have took me down, baby. <laughs> I know <Sorry>. it because because <laughs> I've listened to all her other albums and <laughs> it it takes me down. So I was just not ready. Um, but um i again she's somebody another person that's very like i feel like real she always give her beyonce her tens she um was talking to julius um 
I gotta tell my mom that. But like, how do you just like know? <laughs> like, just talking to Beyonce bodyguard and like, if you ever see Julius, he he don't look like, approachable. He don't look approachable. But he was talking to a dub. Like that's hilarious to me. Um, but um, I love the fact that she was able to take a break and she came back and she like you know not like she didn't miss a beat. Yes. Um, and I'm yes. very like just proud of her and because she was somebody that um when she had came out um to another person who was like just even though the thing is what people don't realize is even when you lose weight you still a big girl and Mm -hmm. um (laughs) because you (laughs) have you forever part of the club (laughs) you forever part of the club and also it's because you have it's not a defense mechanism it's like you have to especially when you believe in your craft and you are so hell-bent on being yourself you have to hold your ground in a certain way and the way when Adele first came out the way she like stood 10 toes down on who she was it still carries on like no matter what Sasha, it still carries on. So when she first came out, I just was like, whoa, like blown away because she like just stood in who she was and just was like, I'm making the music that I want to make and I'm telling the stories that I want to tell. Um, and this is me. Like, I really don't give a fuck. So I really just appreciate that. Um, that I don't give a fuck attitude and just standing in who you are and also being so open and like just living your truth and telling your stories um through your art i really admired it yes and being fabulous yes while you do it like just being fabulous my favorite part is when um the rock called her bestie <laughs> like huh <laughs> the rock and adele being becky Be- becky's besties is just too funny <laughs> to me like i feel like the rock really <laughs> believed that he best friends with adele that's why i was just so he said hey bestie <laughs> It's just it's too funny to me. She looked fabulous. Um, always love her. like she's just so cool and so chill. And the fact that her and Lizzo were like having a they was having a blast at that table. <laughs> Every time the camera cut to them, they was cracking up, side eye and laughing. I'm like, they're having a ball. They're having a ball. And like I know it's not on the outline, but my favorite part of the show outside is just seeing like all these people interact. I think that's what made this year a little bit different. Like the table style setting. Um, like seeing people interact. I also like the like little like misty background shots to every performance and finally the hip hop tribute like thinking about how Will Smith was the first rapper to win um a Grammy and it was because it was like super clean and again like <laughs> white people liked it it was mainstream so that's why they got awarded but a lot of like hip hop artists who created created the culture that all current artists like you know ride the wave on were not honored they were not allowed to be there their music was looked at as like the off you know so Mm -hmm. the academy actually taking the time to like you know give these people the stage it does not correct what happened but it does show me that like it doesn't feel as performative as other diverse inclusion and belonging type initiatives (laughs) like being inclusive can be very difficult when you are like when you're in a system systemically like uninclusive or a systemically exclusive industry. Mm-hmm. So it's like the job of people who weren't even around when all these things were happening. It's now their job to correct it. And it, it requires like a lot of tech. And I just felt like that, like 
tribute was one really great. It felt good to me, even though I did not like the Bad Bunny like subtitles. It was like speaking not like in Spanish, singing in Spanish. Like you know, crazy. it always feels like two steps forward, one step backwards. But you know, in honoring like that the hip hop performance, I really liked it. Like seeing Missy Elliott, then not knowing which way to look. And I, when I saw Flavor Flav, I fucking lost it. <laughs> he said, "Yeah, boy." <laughs> I was like, that flame. <laughs> His nasty flame. ass. And I saw Glorilla and Uzi. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, And also, I knew LL Cool J was up to something when he came out with them red leather pants on. I said, oh, he is sharp. He look fly. He got the Kango on. He taking it back to his old signature style. I That's hate exactly what I, said. I like on him. <laughs> the bucket hat? Come on. No, it was like the, the Kango bucket hat. <laughs> Oh, come on. It's LL Cool J. You don't get a choice to like it. It's just part of his style. LL Cool J, he kind of annoyed me. <laughs> He's never done anything to you. <laughs> Not that you know of. <laughs> to me, that made me mad. Like, he really... I feel like that's like saying you don't like Ice Cube. <laughs> I said, explain. <laughs> I don't dislike Ice Cube. <laughs> It's like Ice Cube. It just, it's just, he, I don't dislike Eloquente. It's just like, he just like annoying. Like, I feel like he the uncle, like when he comes to the party, I'll be like, all right, let me get my shit together. And go. Why? Because <laughs> he got that hat on. He's going to be licking them lips and <laughs> rubbing his hands together and be like, the who gonna, which one of you ladies going to make my plate? I'm like, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to make your plate. <laughs> Nah, like say, a, nah, he you, gonna, you really just you, won't let go of the 90s. Like, that's he hasn't been like that in years. Like, even had you, that man was licking the hell out of his lips on that stage. No, he, I did not see that. <laughs> I saw him bobbing and weaving, looking at the lips. He's hosted several shows. And I just feel like some people, like, whatever they did in the 90s, you just gotta ignore it. Like, Steve Harvey, you just have to ignore it. And, like, he's different now. Now, you he's, know, Steve Harvey's. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad example. No, Steve Harvey on Family Feud, he'd be funny as shit. I'm cracking up. But also, I feel like you like you like old men that I'd be like, all right, I gotta go. Like you look get a kick right. out of that. Remember Leona was like, you love uncles to me. She said you, that she told me I love uncles you and I do. do. I really love uncles. I love a wacky uncle. You like, do. Somebody do a Steve Harvey, somebody on the internet does a Steve Harvey impression, and every time it's like, what your ass say? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm heading out. <laughs> what your ass say? That's how I love men who talk like that. See, that's it. A... I like men to be like, she. When you tell them how much it costs, <laughs> she. So I'm a facer. I love uncles. And I'd be, be like, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, this again. Maybe because they make me feel young. I don't know. We'll, we'll unpack that later. Uh, moving forward, uh, great show. All yeah, in all, phenomenal I it show. Was, it was definitely. I feel like it was definitely one of the better ones. It definitely was one of the better ones. Um, and it's hard for people to say that. I've heard a lot of folks say like the hip hop thing alone was one of the reasons they thought it was a good show. Yeah, 
Yeah, because at first I thought it was just for the old niggas. And then I saw Lil Baby. I said, oh, wait. I didn't like that skip, though, from like Jadakiss to Lil Baby. I'm like, huh? As much as I don't like Tip, but like, you could have put him in here just to, you know, do something. It's like so much y'all could have done. But LL did start off by saying, now, obviously, we couldn't honor everybody. So that means somebody dropped out because it didn't make no sense. And like, even Lil Wayne, he was already at the show. Why couldn't he hit the stage twice? It was just and crazy. And I just was like, mm, like, I. The thing is, I like Glorilla, and I'm not saying I don't, but I'm just like... Huh? Yeah, I get it. I was just like, there is... I mean, I didn't... I don't know how to, how true it is, but uh, Nikki was blackballed for her performance, like, with the Pulp thing. I don't know how true that is. I don't feel like she should have been blackballed for that. But I'm just like, that yeah. for female rap was like, God. Yeah, I honestly... I thought Megan Thee Stallion was going to make a comeback. I really was waiting on that. But I also understand exactly why. Mm-hmm. And she can take as much time as she mm-hmm. needs to. And like somebody said, if she don't ever want to come back, I understand that too. Please no. But I also would get it. Like, I would get it. Um, But that's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe Nicki would make an appearance. Somebody, but like, again, I'm not complaining about it because he already started off by saying like, we didn't honor every single person that has contributed to hip hop over the past few years. And like... I have more respect for people who do event logistics as somebody who does event logistics. Um, Obviously, I'm not doing the Grammys, but even on smaller scale shit, like things can really get out of hand real quick and you just have to cancel and go with what you got. So like, I do feel like that might have happened there because it really, no, nobody who knows anything remotely about hip hop would have went from Jada Kiss to Lil Baby. Like it wasn't, but it's okay. I'm happy that all that range got honored. And did you see that real husky guy with no shirt on? Like, Oh, I, <laughs> I went downstairs um, him and started putting my laundry in the dryer. When you saw him? Yeah. I left the room. Like, that pissed me off. He was I like, hate when I'm old niggas, my t- I hate when old niggas do stuff like that. I hate when old niggas real buff like that. Cause yeah, it's like, like, what are you doing? Like, we get it. You did a bit. You got addicted to working out. Like... It's just, it's too much. And maybe something else, too, to help you get it's those definitely, muscles. He it's just okay. looked, un, it pissed me off. It was like, it was already late here. I'm like, it's too much. <laughs> like, I work tomorrow. Like, it was just too many elements. <laughs> oh, my God. When I was watching it, somebody in the room was like, who is this macho man? <laughs> <laughs> Call somebody a macho man really funny to me, but um, yeah, it, that happened. <laughs> that happened. Um, yeah, so moving off. on because like I don't want to get into the Jay Z thing because I'll talk about it forever. Um, great show. Let's get into the sunken place, huh? Yeah, let's drop right to the sunken place. Was it so, where a lot of you belong? <laughs> <laughs> evil and shit um so we want to talk about like people who love to host meetings <laughs> like that's so annoying to me like, it is so annoying because for real for real a lot of things could be an email it's an email somebody has a question it could be a one-on-one because nine times out of ten not everybody has a question you ever notice how you have a meeting you ask any questions not a lot maybe one two three people have questions the same thing goes for the email um yeah also the meeting meeting should be struck i feel like no human should be in a meeting every day no it's it's inhumane it's inhumane so i block my calendar after 1 (laughs) p.m 
because that's when my brain shuts off. Now, there are times where, like, you have to do what you have to do, and it's, like, mandatory. Or, yeah. it's, like, if you're meeting with, like, somebody that really do, like, it's almost a privilege that you get their time, then it's like, all right, you know what? I'll You can schedule when whatever. Like, if yeah. it's, like, somebody's just like, hi, I am the CEO of X company willing to talk to you and share some knowledge, you can schedule over my little block, my calendar block, not that they can see it, but, like, I'll open it up. Or if it's, like, a, a leader or somebody <laughs> like that, a really important conversation with a coworker, somebody mm-hmm. needs me, yes. But on the day-to-day... I just be feeling like you be having so many meetings sometimes. When do you have time to do your work? When? You know? And I really like that, like, at the past few companies I've been at, they've had a day where it was, like, no meetings. So it was, like, um, uh, at my current company, it's, like, no meeting Fridays. And I love that. So you don't have any meetings on Fridays. So I usually know that I can get all my work done on Fridays. And also... I've had a job where every other Tuesday, no meetings. And it's just like, I just love that everybody knows that at some point you can't constantly meet like that without running out of gas, like running out of steam. But it's some people I really can tell they like meetings. I could tell. You can tell the way they rub their hands together, the way they just like, so... (laughs) I was going to bring up that, um, yeah, so the point I was, yeah, so I'm like, when you start doing that, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker loves being in the group meeting, but, so getting back to my point where it's like, okay, like, come on now. You ever see when you be one minute late and they ping you like, hey, where are you? It's like, I'm coming. Don't ping me until three minutes, like at least three, four minutes. That's when you should start getting curious. But it's like because of people like you who love meetings, I'm running late from another meeting. And it's Period. like, it's, it's most people really do be on the same page. Do we need to meet? Nope. Okay, let's not. But like the people who love it, like sunk in place. I really do think they just like <laughs> hearing themselves talk. I think that people like hearing themselves talk. And there are some people who just like measure like importance to their job or how important they mm-hmm. seem or they feel like as soon as they run meetings they're like some type of big exec or something so i feel like the meetings really do it's like not even about the information it's more about your ego i'm not here for that and i'm like um you know uh funny thing is you know what's going on in my head during a meeting girl shake that lefty taffy <laughs> Like I'm staring and I'm thinking about like five, like candy girl. Like I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about is vines going on in my head. Get somebody else to do it. Like my head is just like it's all these TikTok, all that stuff like that. So I'm like, the more meetings you have, the more my brain is just going to. Burp. And also, I'm the type of person that if I'm doing a task and there's a meeting, I will not stop that task until I'm done. Because if I stop the task to go do that and I come back. I might forget what I was doing or I might not finish it. So I am like, you either want me to finish the big task or you want me to sit here um, where something could be like, a cl- there's so many ways to take cliff notes. There's so many, you could record yourself talking. Like it's so many, you can record a zoom meeting. Uh, you can record. I don't, I never use Slack, but I'm pretty sure you can record on there. You could record on so many things. People don't and- be watching recordings. That's what it is. Cause they can tell. I think that's why a lot of people don't, people don't like to read and people don't like to listen to recordings, but I feel like 
crunch it into one meeting weekly or something like that yeah, instead of weekly. 17 meetings throughout the week exactly like make a big one where it's like yo i used to my old position i used to have to have a huddle in the morning mm. huddle at in the end of the day and then sometimes in between that huddle there was like a meeting for this and then there was like a training for this and i'm like leave bro, me alone leave me alone especially coming out of the me? pandemic like we're not i just be feeling like that's too much talking it's too much and everything was virtual so it just was like a burn out and then it's like then you in a room with people who don't know how to mute their computer and it's like <laughs> it's an echo and you're like oh my god what is happening yeah, it's just too much. Like when people, when people be like, so like circling back to what I was, I'm like, no, stop. Like I just feel like some people want to talk with their hands. They want to just like make sure that everybody. They're like, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? It's like not really because like you and a lot of people that um are like gung ho on having meetings don't be having their boots on the ground like they not the ones that are like in the field or like being face to face with the challenges that the 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 people up top are like oh why is this data this way because blah 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 here's what you should do how do you know what i should do yeah you, you're you, not here all idealistic all you're not idealistic. in the field you're not in the field like Man. Another thing I was telling you early, earlier with people in these meetings, some folks be talking and at the end of what they say, I really don't understand what they just said. Yeah. And like, I used to be really self-conscious about this when I was like early in my career. Like, I don't know what you talking about. You know what I mean? It's because people really don't deliver information for it to be received. Mm-mm. They don't. They deliver information just to get it out, just to say they did it, or because like they're so, again, hyper-focused on themselves versus the audience that they just talk and they don't even look up to see, like, they don't check for understanding. And I will say that, like, one, I've always been interested in not being boring because I always get bored from people when they talk. So I'm just like, all right, how can I, like, make myself engaging? But after I worked in education and you have to, like, kind of teach young people and students, you start to become more hyper aware of the fact that, like, different people process differently. Here's a way to check to make sure they understand. But I just expect for certain people to know how to, like, share information concisely. So it's like people, the people who be wanting to have meetings don't be engaging that's what I don't like so now I'm bored and I don't understand like there will be times where, where people will just be using a bunch of words and I'm like I get what the words mean I just don't understand how why you're using them together and what it what you're actually saying like I don't yeah. get what you're saying so holding a meeting just for me to walk away and be like what just what's the you know call to action like what should I do now I don't like that It'd be feeling very, like, very much a waste of time. Um, But what I will say is when a meeting goes well, love that. Love that energy a lot. Yeah, same. Um, My new favorite thing is to say when I'm in a um meeting or, like, in a training for something and I don't, like, um I'm just like, um I can't follow this because it's just too, like, whatever. My favorite thing is to say is, will this be in the Google Drive? when they say yes brain off baby if it's in the google drive i when if i need help i'm going to go back to that 
And now I'm going to read and I'm going to go right to the slide of what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay, here it is. Because I will use Google Drive. That's one thing about me. I will go to the drive and I will read like if I need help with something, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna watch this little video, whatever. I'm mainly it's just like um like PowerPoint slides or stuff like that. I'm just go today. I'm gonna look at that. I'm like, boom, got it. Once you tell me it's in the drive, my brain's off, baby. Like I'm not listening. I'm sorry. I cannot. I can't process it. Like the information. Like especially if it's like back to back to back to back to back. Like it's just too. It's too much. And also. I was telling Iman earlier, I'm somebody that um, if there's any like critique reviews, when there's a meeting, I'm going to complain about it. I'm going <laughs> to say, oh, my God, that's what I'm going to say. Wow. We are having a meeting. Like, I'm just going to come in with that energy. Like, wow. Like, because I just want everybody to feel like this is ridiculous, isn't it? Like, I'm just going to look back like this is ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Um, because the way coworkers be coming up to me telling me about my face, it'd be crazy. Like you, y'all, you might some of y'all might have seen my face in certain <laughs> meetings. I'd just be staring. We wear masks, but I definitely know that people can feel it. But I'd be like, wow. Like every time there's a, I mean, I just be like lost for words. I'm like, whoa. Like there is so many things that I could be doing. Um, right now, this is crazy. Like I'd just be like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> another meeting another meeting <laughs> this is crazy but yeah i don't understand that i feel like it definitely should like Ima was saying like because of the pandemic so much talking and so much gathering and stuff like that it could be overwhelming especially where you have a job where communication is key and i know that like every technically every job is communication is key but like some jobs it's like if you don't say anything the economy will collapse or like <laughs> or like if you don't say anything somebody will like pass away or something like that like there's some jobs where like communication is like pivotal like it's number one um and i feel like iman and i both have jobs where communication is pivotal so it's like you constantly relaying messages to people you constantly talking to this person this person throughout the day of just your regular shift the fact that you have to pull away from that to have meetings and talk about and then people ask you questions do you have any feedback and stuff like that it's like no i first of all i'm a slow processor so it's like i don't have any feedback um because i'm still thinking about what i was just pulled away from um and i'm thinking about what i have to do next and i'm trying to remember everything making sure i wrote everything down in my post-it notes making sure that i like you know did this this and third so it's like i don't really have anything to say right now in this moment um because i said kind of what i wanted to say i said it in the last meeting you know exactly in conclusion Make it an email. Just please leave me For alone. For real, please, put it in the drive because I'm going to read it. Please read leave it. me alone. Yeah. Um. So let's get into common senses, shall we? So yeah. we want to talk about how like we're noticing like a new era of just people and artists and just like everyone being like a little bit more radically themselves anymore like like radically themselves these days and to me it's just like in this day and age it is so cool to be yourself to be unique to be different i actually get annoyed when people like want to be a follower or want to do something that's like just been done like walk down a path that's already been like walked down it's a bunch of footsteps it's like 
I want everybody to like tap into them, but we just wanted to take a moment to like celebrate some folks who have been doing it. And I guess maybe start off with like, why is that so important to see like these days? Like, why is it so important to see people um, unapologetically just like ban themselves? Because I feel like, um, for one, I feel like with social media, and I noticed, like, I will just use TikTok, for example, because it's something I see. Everything is, like, this aesthetic. And it's like, we talked about this a little while ago. It's like, oh, I'm the clean girl. I'm the girl who walks her dog at 5 a.m. Like, it's just, like, everything is just, like, some kind of, like, category and stuff like that. And I know that might sound hypocritical for me because I'll be like, oh, like, I'm goth, whatever, like that. But anyway... So many people, like, I feel like even if it doesn't fit them, they're like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do because of this. So I'm going to follow this trend and this and the third. Um, So they're just like, oh, and then they go from the next trend to the next trend to the next trend to the next trend. So it's like seeing people just be like, I don't care what y'all got going on. I'm going to do this. And I'm not afraid to, like, sound weird or, like, I'm not afraid for of people to like make fun of like how I dress or anything like that. Just like I said earlier with like, you know, Adele and Lizzo, I'm just going to stand 10 toes down and like what I am and who I am and the people who fuck with it, they fuck with it. People who don't, that's cool too. Um, I love that because, um, for instance, like, um, example I'll use is I know, excuse me, a lot of people, did not like of the way Megan Thee Stallion dressed with like bodysuits and stuff like that. People were like, "Oh, she dressed like a WWE diva." I love the fact that she dresses like a WWE diva. I feel like if it's her personality, I feel like she like I feel like she grew up and liked WWE divas because mm-hmm. I'm somebody who I love that style. Like when I'm like when I get dressed, I be thinking about WWE divas. I be thinking about girls from rock of love stuff like that and i just love that people were like oh she needs st- new stylist and this and that. even with a new stylist she still was wearing that style she did not care she liked tight little clothes exactly she, really she, she liked she tight little it. clothes she liked her shape being out she liked her stomach being out she liked her thighs being like together she loves it and she looks sexy so it's just like why not Exactly. And I love that she never even like addressed it. She's like, I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Um and I'm it also I- is really hard for taller women. It like, it is. There yeah. have been times where I've like wanted for certain things like her red carpet style, but I also just like even as a like in twenty twenty three, I still have a really hard time finding the shoes that fit my style. It's one thing to find shoes in your size. It's one thing to find shoes that you want in your size. It's to the point where I'm like, I literally can see myself creating like a shoe brand for larger feet out of necessity. Otherwise, I'm going to be stuck wearing these shoes. And it's like, I'm I'm done. I don't want, they don't be matching the outfits I want in my mind, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think that with Megan Thee Stallion being tall, like you have to factor that in. It makes shopping so much more difficult. Exactly. And I just like, I like I said, I just love that she just was like, okay. And just still went with it. And I know I talk about her a lot, but like I expect is the same way I've like heard people talk about like you know her style and stuff like that and she just doesn't like she'll make jokes about it and like be like whatever just shrug it off like I love it I love seeing it I love people being just like I'm gonna follow what I like I don't care what anybody else like I'm just gonna do 
what I like, what I feel like my style should be. Um, I love it. Yeah, I really think Ice Spice is one of the first people that come to mind. Like her hair is so cool, and I love that she was at. She's I think she was either at the Grammys after party or the Grammys. Like she took a picture with Doja Cat, so I know she was there. And seeing her with her, her curly afro there, I'm I love that. That's her style. That's her color. You know what I mean? Like that's so unique. That's so cool. Who can who where who have you seen wearing that hairstyle before? But I just think that um. Like we get to experience life more when people lean into themselves and like give us like give us what they've got. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is fun about hearing what somebody else did recycled? Like we get new music, we get new looks, we get new movies, new stories when people actually decide to be themselves. And that's why I'm like always so radical about allowing people to be who they actually want to be. And I hate followers. Like, it's something I've always hated ever since I was a kid. And I understand why some people, like, follow. Like, conforming, sometimes you have to do things for your safety. Mm -hmm. Like, I think about the times in my life where I have conformed. It was usually to get people to leave me alone. Like, Mm -hmm. stop, you know, trying to bully me. Stop trying to talk about me. Stop trying to, you know, make me feel bad about myself. So I'm like, you know what? The risk just isn't worth the reward here. Like, it's just not worth it to admit that I like Lizzie McGuire in this situation. Because, like, I just might as well shut the fuck up and stop wearing the Skechers because it's just not, like, it's just too hard. It's just too difficult. So I would just, like, conform and be like, you know what? I guess, uh, case was it is. I guess, you know, this show that everybody else like it is because it just was easier. But that's when I was a child. As a grown up, like you should really be like tapping into who you are because I feel like you miss out on your life. Like Mm -hmm. you really miss out on your life when you're not yourself. So when I see people like Ice Spice just like being herself, like literally creating like just her emotes, like the way she like emotes, like with her hands, like this, or like <laughs> all of that can only be created through being yourself. And it's like really, really cool. Also saw like this music video by this artist artist, and I think her name was like Tyla. Um, it was like this music video and she was dancing real hard. Like she's a little pop in her body. And I was like, Oh, I like that. Like it's actually <laughs> in my likes on Twitter. I'm gonna go find it while I'm talking. But it was just like, people are like, we're bringing back choreography. We're bringing back like, but it was original. It was just so original. And I just really love that. Like, I don't know what's maybe like people being in that, being isolated from each other for the past few years has like, like, like originality in some ways might be a byproduct for people who chose to look in mm-hmm. and also like folks who want to lump themselves into aesthetic aesthetics also became rampant too. So it's like you picked a side, you either decided to be like more original than you were before, or you decided to just look to the internet for who to be. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very oh true. Oh my gosh. I, did I tell you, I might've shared this on a podcast already, but when I was like working at the mall for a brief stint over the holiday season, when I tell you everybody, it was like copy, paste, copy, paste. Oh copy, yeah, you paste, did tell me. Copy, paste. Like everybody had on black flare leg pants. They had on like Uggs or some type of like platform shoe. They had on like a puffer coat or like a varsity type hoodie or like a gray sweater. They had their hair really slicked back into a ponytail or bun with the huggy earrings. And I was just like, bro, are we like, this doesn't feel uncomfortable. Then um, 
I can just tell y'all, spoiler alert, I was like uh, freelancing for a brand at a Sephora. Everybody would come in and they would say, bronzer drops by Drunken Elephant, Dior Lip Oil, or Paula's Choice. And it's all because TikTok told them. And it was to the point where it was this one girl, I asked her, I'm like, how old are you asking for Paula's Choice? You know, and she was like, I'm 13. And I was like, girl, you're going to burn your face off. No. So I literally sold her a brand that I didn't even work for because I'm like, I cannot give you anything that clinical, that strong, especially like now if you're 13 or 14 and you have acne, then yes, you should be using like an AHA, a BHA, something like that. But if you're 13, 14 years old, you got baby skin. There's no reason you're using that right now. Mild wash moisturizer. That's it. No serum. A mask if you're feeling fun. And even that mask needs to be very gentle. Like that's baby skin. But I'm just like, it's because TikTok told them. You know, it's because like people feel like by association, by having this product, I'm living this life. I'm this type of person. And it's just like, that was like kind of alarming for me because I can say that I haven't really been in public with people outside of the folks who are like me. And most of my friends are 30 plus. So anything <laughs> like we, we see TikTok as useful, but not as a compass for how we live our lives. Yeah. And those girls, those kids were literally like bronzer drops. You were like, it was like clockwork. They kept coming and asking for it. And I'm like, no, no, no. I just don't think that this is Okay. <laughs> And, like, as a first, I would say, well, yeah, because they didn't have social media in, like, the 80s. But, like, as a first-gen child of social media, um, that's so weird that we are the first generation of social media. But yep. um, first-gen child of social media, I never – so, like, the thing was, for me, was um, – for us, was MySpace and, like, Facebook. And, like, I saw a style on MySpace, and I'm like, oh, I love this style. But I stuck with it, like, for my whole life. Like, I really did. Like, I found the style that I liked when I was, uh, like, 13, and I've just been rocking out with it, and I've just been getting, like, more – like just like refining it like more I've gotten more mature with it as I've gotten older um I haven't like switched up like I there's been times where I tried to like <clears throat> bless me try to conform <clears throat> oh bless me that was crazy but um I tried to like oh like, I'm gonna dress like if if I dressed a certain way it was because I was like going to Iman's graduation or I was doing it for my mom but um, I never was like, oh, I need to do this because this is cool. And like, I don't know. I think maybe social media has gotten a little bit more aggressive as we've gotten older um, or like as it's changed, it's gotten more aggressive. Um, but there uh, there probably were people who um, felt that way. Um, but I my, myself and I know Iman have never been like followers um, in that way. We always just was like, oh, like, we'll just be ourselves, like, just naturally. But, um, yeah, I feel like some people are like, I have to. Cause, no, I take that back because I'm thinking about people now. There are, there were some people, like, you know, back in the day, like, when we were teens and stuff, who, like, felt like they had to do this because this was the coolest and stuff like that. It's weird. Yeah, I really do feel like it is a blessing to like have never really. I think that like growing up in public school, different 
will that's how you test to see if you're original or not <laughs> yeah that's because like kids in philly are mean yeah people want to be like, dead baby i know that like every all kids are mean but i feel like philly is a mean city period yeah. And kids are mean, period. So then combine the two mean, like, <laughs> Philly kids, like, they were just, like, out for blood. And I used to think to myself, like, do you want me dead? Like, I really no, used to think real. that, like, would that make you feel better? Like, if I was dead, like, do you, what, what? I never really understood people. I was like, y'all are just so angry to the point where I was like, y'all can't be mad at me. Like, it's gotta be something else because I've done nothing to you. And like, before I knew how to really stood up, stand up for myself, I just used to think about it so much. Like, why are people this mean? Why are these people this mean? But as a kid, like, it really it would break me down. But I'm like, I still decided to be myself. Sabria too, like, before Sabria and I were friends, there was somebody who literally was so angry because of how Sabria dressed. Remember? Yeah. That boy. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I so it's like, and I just remember thinking to my, like, well, one, Sabria held her own um, and just was like, mind your fucking business, essentially, in the middle of the cafeteria. <laughs> and it was great. But also, I was just like, why do he, why do people want to attack folks who are different? So I think that it's been a war on my, like, it's been a war on both of our strength in who we are. It's been a war on our identities. It's been a war trying to like push us to conform. And people do that because they're uncomfortable with themselves. Mm -hmm. So to see like these young girls, these artists, like being themselves in a way that is truly unapologetic, it, it feels like, um, it just feels like full circle for me in a way that like the Grammys didn't respect hip hop back in the day, but then they kind of took a moment to like appreciate it now. It's just like, I don't want girls or anybody to go through some of the things I went through. And though I'm sure it probably still happens in some ways, I think it's just a lot better. Like, it's just a lot cooler to be unique. Like, look at Uzi, like him being from Philly back in, like that's, it's almost crazy that a Philly nigga have that style. <laughs> It really is. It's, if you from here, you just don't. I just appreciate the freedom to be yourself. It feels like a God-given right, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Y'all, that's the show, right? That's Black Girl Brunch. Um, Happy Black History Month again. We're going to keep rocking out with these conversations, celebrating Black excellence in our faith for and other sections of the show, sections, segments of the show, please give us a shout. Um, If you have some ideas, some Black History Month faith fours or things like that, we're always looking for ideas. Also, I want to let y'all know, you know, with Black History Month coming up, we will be doing our Black Girl Brunch social hour. Um, So this will take place on February 22nd. Um, I believe the time is 8 p.m. Eastern, but um, it is an exclusive event for the folks who are part of our Patreon. If you're not part of our Patreon family yet, just know it's like a pay-as-you-wish type of situation. We know, you know, economics is crazy right now. So you could pay $5, $10, or $20, whatever you can commit to. Um, but we're really excited for this because it'll just be a space to vibe out. You know, it's Black History Month. We're going to come together. No, you don't necessarily have to be black to join just in case somebody is a non-black <laughs> you just gotta just, be quiet 
You just gotta be, let us, Bye. you know, be in our space moving. <laughs> um, so far, nobody not like has shown up. So there's that. But, um, yeah, just it's it's all about like having a space to talk and connect. And this is something we're launching for Black History Month. But we're gonna continue to do it in like different ways. Like last month, I mean, sorry, last it was December or November. I I forget. But last year, um, a few months ago, we did a book club. So we're gonna that keep was last doing. Month. Di- huh. It was last month. It was December. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. I'm sorry. It's February. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's all right. So in December, we we did a book club, and now we're doing um a social hour, and we're going to just keep doing really cool events like that to build community. So join the Patreon so you can be part of it, because we want to see y'all. We want to talk, and we want to connect. It was so fun last time, just like getting to know Faith and like Justine. It was really nice. Um. So that's it. Make sure you sign up. Make sure you follow us on the socials. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch on Twitter, BLK Girl Brunch. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Imamate. You can find, I'm sorry, Instagram and TikTok, Imamate. And Twitter, it's Mate. Sorry, this is hard, all these different social networks. And you can follow me. And <laughs> you can follow me. You can follow me at, um, <laughs> At it's Frankenfem both on TikTok and um, Instagram, and you can follow me at Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. All right, y'all, that's the show. Bye. Peace.